Welcome to Flip It or Skip It, brought to you by WorthPoint, the world's largest antiques and collectibles pricing and research database. Buy right, sell right, and profit more with WorthPoint. Now, let's meet our hosts. Hi, everybody. I'm Dana Crawford. And I'm Wayne Jordan. Okay, before we get started, let me just say that Dana is traveling. She's not in her home studio, so if you pick up a little extra echo in her voice, uh, that's that's the reason why. That's if if her voice echoes, it's because she's just having so much darn fun, and and she was sad to have to stop to do this <laughs> podcast. No, really, she loves the podcast. Don't you, Dana? I do. <laughs> Today's episode, number 36 of Flip It or Skip It, we're going to be talking about socks. We're going to tiptoe around in socks. Socks? Why would we do an episode about socks? I mean, socks are common. You find them everywhere. What's so special about socks that I should pay attention to this episode? Well, Wayne, I think socks are one of the biggest overlooked category in textile and clothing area that people could flip and they don't realize it. Have you flipped these before? Socks? Yes. I've flipped lots of socks. My socks, my mom's socks, my dad's, Jimmy's socks. I just give those away. (laughs) Yes. And they use them to wash their car. I get it. Yeah. So... But but what kind of socks are you talking about here? Are you talking about, you know, old skanky used socks that people take to Goodwill and, and donate or, or put out on their tables at yard sales? Or are you talking about new socks and packages uh, that you buy from on, on maybe in lots? What, what, um, what kind yeah, of socks are you talking about? Well, there's a couple of different areas on socks. You have your classic back from the 50s, 60s of the tube socks. Mm -hmm. It was like tubular, you know. (laughs) Not in my day. (laughs) (laughs) But then you have your socks where we've socks have changed over the years. Right. And then people prefer the shorty socks. Right. The the kind with no tops on them and, you know, the hidden sock, that kind of thing. So socks have definitely changed over the years, but the classic vintage are definitely good sellers, but so are interesting socks. I don't know if you've noticed on, um, like I watch a lot of Fox News, and if you see the guys sitting in the studio, you can see their socks. Mm Mm-hmm. And they have interesting socks with characters on them, argyles right, or right. colors. Let me ask a question here, and just just for point of uh, clarification, uh, you referred to tube socks, and I'm not sure that my conception of tube socks and yours are the same. So I want to make sure we're talking about the same thing. When I think of tube socks, I'm talking about the longer socks that come up above your ankle, but they have heels in them you know so when you lay the sock flat on its side it's almost in an l shape because it moves at the heel i call those crew socks and tube socks don't have heels in it that's right so just just to to make sure so 
You're talking about tube socks have no heels in. That's correct. Okay. Okay. That's correct. I hate those socks. <laughs> I don't wear those. No, no, not many wear them anymore. But there still people out there that swear by them. I mostly I swear at them. But tell me, tell me when you're let's say you go into a thrift store, Goodwill or Salvation Army, something like that, and you see tables full of socks. What kind of things are you looking for if you're going to flip socks? And what kind of money can be made by flipping socks? Well, the first thing I look for are the stripes around the top. If they're white right. and they have stripes around the top. And then I'll, if like at Goodwill, they're kind of in a bunch. They'll, put, they'll have them rolled up in a ball. So you have to take the ball apart right. and then stretch them out and then see if, you know, the, the heel has formed. But if you, you can tell when you stretch it out if they're actual tube socks or not. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, just this August 5th, five pairs of men's tube socks that were 22 inches long, old mm -hmm. school, right. sold for $115. No way. Seriously. No way. Huh. Seriously. So tube socks are definitely an overlooked item. The best place where I have found them is actually at flea markets that are, are like, have, um, people have booths that are dedicated to different eras. Right. Such as Round Top. Round right. Top, the treasure hunt that we did in Round Top, Texas, there was actually people set up in tents and different areas that were retro, dedicated, or mid-century modern dedicated. And then there was one that was had sections on actually um, personal products like everything from underwear to socks that were all original packaging and vintage. So like new old stock, things like That's that. That's correct. Okay. okay. You always remind me of that term. I forget that term. Right. But it's a good one. So you're looking at the, the socks. I mean, I've seen twice a year in my neck of the woods, Hillsville, Virginia has a huge gun show and flea market. They've been having it for 30, 40 years, something like that. And uh, really, seriously, there are 100,000 people come come there for this thing. So it's, it's really big. And I go there and I see just what you're talking about. And, I, and one of my favorite booths to stop by is they just sell socks. And yeah. it's not all vintage ones. Sometimes it's no. new, but they sell packages of new socks. And it's a standing joke in uh, in my family at Christmas that the kids are going to get socks. So, you know, we'll go there at the, for the Labor Day flea market and stock up on socks. And, right. and I can't remember the last time I bought socks at, a, at an actual clothing store, department store. So you go into a thrift store of some description. And the socks are rolled up in a pair, right? So you you unroll that. And what specifically are, are you looking for when you unroll them? Do you want them to look new, like new? Well, I just try to make sure that they're not totally stretched out around the stripes at the top. So gotcha. that they're not, they haven't lost their shape too much. Right. If they have lost their shape, I will, you know, tr give... Give them a good feel. Sounds weird, but you kind of 
when you feel your socks, you can tell. Straight face, Dana. When you feel your socks, you can tell the age. You can just tell by the feel. You mean like the... Okay. So you mean like the older ones are less... Scratchy. Less supple. The new one's going to feel softer and... Yes. The newer they are. Yes. So they're kind of itchy and scratchy. Right. And then you've got your collectors that... Actually, I don't know if they're you would call them foot fetish people, but they're you've got your collectors that really enjoy that old fabric, that old feel that brings them back to childhood memories. Right. So you've got that kind of shopper, that kind of collector. Then you've also got the kind of socks that have characters on them that are new mm-hmm. and they still sell. Right. I saw in June 2021 one pair of Garfield socks. Mm-hmm. One sock had Garfield, one had Odie, right. and they were a brand new crew sock sold mm-hmm. for a hundred dollars. Really? Yeah. Or, or and why would they sell for that price? Are they just are they limited editions and they only make so many of them? Or, or why would anybody yeah. pay a hundred dollars for a pair of socks like that if they could go on Amazon and find it for twenty? Well, because they can. There's there's certain kind of crew socks. Now, those actually were from Nickelodeon. Right. But Nickelodeon only made so many of them. Gotcha. So it's limited edition. Right? Limited edition. And they're, right. they fall into a category of novelty. Mm-hmm. So novelty is a keyword you'll want to use. I actually had a subscription to that Nuts website. Mm-hmm. And if you... Signed up, they would send you a free pair of socks, mm-hmm. and they would have nuts on them. Right. And you can resell those. It's funny because some websites, when you join them, they'll send you a free pair of socks, hmm. and you can resell them. Interesting. Okay, Dana, it's time for a word from our sponsor. So we're going to pause right here and let WorthPoint sock it to you. Hey, eBay sellers, it pays to know what you've got and what it's worth. That's why you need WorthPoint. WorthPoint.com is the world's largest resource for pricing antiques and collectibles with millions of items, photos, and sold for prices. With their free mobile app for iPhone and Android, you can carry the power of WorthPoint right in your pocket wherever you go. For a seven-day, seven-look-up free trial, go to WorthPoint.com. Okay, we're back. Now, we also have Nylon socks, pantyhose, nylons in general mm-hmm. are also a type of wear that you want to look for. Right. Well, let, let's talk about pantyhose because mine just really bind me. <laughs> of course, I'm kidding. <laughs> but what? Uh, I, I guess this is this is all new to me. Of course, I don't shop for. Uh, women's lingerie. What um, what kind of things resell, and where do you find them? The same places you do socks. Yes, I've actually found a lot of pairs of pantyhose in estate sales. Mm-hmm. You walk through the house. You walk in through each of the rooms. You walk into a bedroom, and they'll have. On the bed, they'll have spread out all the thing, all the items from the drawers. Mm-hmm. 
and there generally is a bunch of pantyhose hmm. still sealed. Mm-hmm. For example, just according to WorthPoint, in 2020, November, super stretched pantyhose sold for $250 for one, excuse me, it was 11 pairs. 11 pairs. And the brand was just called Super Stretch. Right. <laughs> so sometimes you'll do better in box lots with pantyhose, right. but they also fall under the category of lingerie. Right. Usually you sell them in lots, but you can get 30 to $80 a single pair if you sell them individually. I, I guess I'm surprised at the markups that you can get for these. I go by yard sales and consignment stores, that sort of thing, all the time that push their racks of uh, dresses and shirts and blouses and pants right. out on the sidewalk, and they put a big sign on it that says a dollar each. Now, if they're a dollar each, I would imagine that, that underwear and socks and things that are hard to move would be even less. What, what would be your parameters for buying something? How much you would spend? A quarter. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, if you buy if you buy it for a quarter, what would you consider to be an acceptable price for selling? Well, of course, it's all about research. Right. So, but those that have been listeners for a long time know how you and I both have discussed. We will pick up anything that's vintage and old or old in the original packaging. Right. And there's no limit to that. Lingerie, socks, you know, pantyhose, mm-hmm. that all falls into that category of inclusion of new in original packaging. And then when you get home, you start researching individually. Mm-hmm. Now, back in the day, when I was in the early days of eBay, I had a pair of knee socks. And knee socks are also... Interesting to sell because it attracts different sorts of folk. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know about all this until I listed a pair and then somebody messaged me and asked me if I would wear those socks for a week before I shipped them. What? And and did did they bring a higher price? They did. Really? Yes. So one pair of knee socks, I ended up getting $80 for them because I had to wear them before I shipped them. Now, I had no problem with that. My husband and I made a big laugh out of it as I was wearing the socks around the house before I shipped. But now, eBay is very strict. Back then, you could have smelly used as keywords in your title. (laughs) And people would buy it? Can you still do that, use those keywords? No, no. They have to be clean. Items have to be clean on eBay to sell. Oh, thank goodness. Yes. <laughs> yes. So it's it was interesting, though, when I first had someone approach me about that, and I was like, oh, my goodness, this is a crazy world we live in. But they're still out there. I've talked to other sellers that do sell those on other sites, but not on eBay. These socks are... Also, something that you want to watch. When I think of the tube socks, though, the first person that comes to mind is Bruce Jenner or Billie Jean King. Right. 
for Battle of the Sexes tennis match. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Wearing those <clears throat> tube socks. Yeah, well, she kicked his uh, socks, didn't she? <laughs> what I would suggest to educate yourself is to go to WorthPoint, go to eBay, and start looking at sold listings and put in highest price first and always use add the word pair, so P-A-I-R, so pair knee socks, pair tube socks, vintage pair of socks. And when you look at highest price first, you'll start educating yourself on what kind of socks exactly to look for. And you'll be shocked. That's why I wanted to talk about this on Flip It or Skip It, because I think this is an overlooked opportunity for flippers that are like me. Treasure hunting is a blast, and treasure hunting can be profitable, and you don't need to be a niche seller. You just learn to develop an eye for what kind of things to look for when you're out in the field of treasure hunting. Right. Well, it's certainly a hidden Niche is one that most uh, most of the consignment shops that I know, uh, private consignment shops, not not places like Goodwill and and Salvation Army, they won't even take socks and underwear and things like that unless oh, they are new in the package. My feeling is if you can buy something for a quarter and flip it for five, and it's not going to take any time to stuff it in a bag and put a label on it, then uh, that's pretty good. Of course, I. Don't like to sell things. I don't like to spend my time selling five dollar items, but boy, the markup in there is, is certainly hard to resist. Right, and then as you're as you're educating yourself and you're doing your research, you'll start to learn. Like if I put in knee socks, you know, K N E E E socks pair, just those three words. Right. Remember when you're doing your search, it's not a sentence. You don't have to spell out a sentence. It's just the important keywords in that search. Up will come socks that have brand names. Right. And then you start to learn about sock labels. Okay. You mean other than Hanes and BVD? I mean, what's what's out there? Yeah, so one is called Bonnie Dune. Mm -hmm. And Bonnie Dune made tall knee socks that were for girls to wear to um, private schools. And a vintage pair of Bonnie Doom just sold in January 2021 for $50. Really? So interesting. See, you thought this would be boring, Wayne. Well, in all honesty, I did. You said, let's do something about socks, and I thought... Is she kidding? Is she serious about it? What does she really mean? What's the, the hidden agenda here? But it turns out that you're right, and I, I agree with you. This is... Uh, it's uh, interesting. Well, Seriously. you know, uh, honestly, I, I never thought of it. Yeah, I never well, other thing, as I mentioned, the schoolgirl socks, you also have the vintage... Boy Scout knee socks that right. were high up from the 70s. Sure. They still bring in a few dollars. Right. So does the little girl brownie, Girl Scouts, even the vintage, worn out wool military socks. Hmm. Uniform socks all across the board there. 
Yes, and then the wool socks. Mm-hmm. I've done really well on vintage wool socks. Right. Uh, in my younger days, uh, my wife and I used to do a lot of backpacking, you know, the mm-hmm. Appalachian Trail and, and so on. And socks were socks and shoes were your very most important things. Keep your feet dry and change your socks every time you stop. But a good pair of woolen hiker socks are expensive. Yeah, they're, they're very expensive. They are, and they still sell well used mm-hmm. because they don't lose their shade. Right, and they keep your feet warm. And dry because yes. they have good wicking properties. And, and even when they're wet. We always know. wear baggies over our socks. Really? That sounds uncomfortable to me. It was weird, but it, your boot would slip on easier. Mm-hmm. And it did help keep your socks dry. Well, I couldn't do that because when, when I was a kid, baggies hadn't been invented. We'd just take waxed paper bags and, you know, slip <laughs> I'm only kidding. We wrapped our feet in, in aluminum foil. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, funny. So don't skip those socks. Spend a few moments. Take a look at them. Stretch them out. Feel them. And research. Take a look and use those simple words when you're searching. Don't put in too many keywords. Right. And don't spell knee with three E's. well wow the end of episode 36 three dozen i love it let's let's keep it up and do some more Uh, i'd like to thank our listeners for for downloading and tuning in uh we hope you tune in to the next one and check out our other episodes at flipitorskipit.com where you can see a list of uh, all the ones we've done and and show notes and, and uh, time stamps and all kinds of cool things that will help you find the information you're looking for. So, Dana, it's been real. Okay. Well, thanks, Wayne. I'm off to the sock hop. <laughs> See you next time. Okay. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Flip It or Skip It, brought to you by WorthPoint.com the world's largest antiques and collectibles pricing and research database. Buy right, sell right, and profit more with WorthPoint. Point.